the Danger Hour. I'm your fancy host. Hey, what what, what are you doing? Oh, I'm uh, nothing, James. Bullshit. Are you are you recording the show without me? I was I, I, I was just doing the intro. Why? Why were you doing the intro? Because I I just wanted to help James. Bullshit. You did not just want to help. That's that's not true, James. I just I just wanted to help you. I do the intro. All right, this is my show. I always do the intros. What makes you think for one second that you can come right in here and press record all by yourself and start doing it without me? I just, like I said, James, I just, I just wanted to help. Bull shit. I don't buy it. What I think. What do you think, James? What I think is that you just want the spotlight. You're tired of being over here in the back burner. You want to come right out and be number one, don't you? Bullshit once again. How many times do I gotta say bullshit to you? Tell me the truth. It's the truth, James, I swear. Tell me the truth. James, what do you want from me? Enough! Tell me the truth. Okay, James. It's true. I crave the spotlight. It's all I dream about. I watch you do this show all the time. And I just, I just wanna be like you, James. <sighs> well, alright. Here's what, here's what I'll do. Go ahead and introduce the show. Really, James? Yes. Hurry up before I change my mind. Okay, James. Welcome to... Fuck off. Get out of here. Go sit in the corner right over there. Over there. Put your nose down there in the circle I drew for you. That's enough out of you for tonight. I'm very disappointed in you. I'm sorry, James. Shut, just shut up. You've done enough. Hey everybody, it's a danger hour. How you doing? I know you can't answer me, but uh, I asked that anyway. Don't you hate when people call you and leave a voicemail? This just happened to me recently. This fuckhead who, uh, eh, I'm not going to tell you who he is, but it's someone that I know and it's not a friend. Okay, it's business relationship, I'm going to say. This guy goes on the message, the voicemail. Hi James, how you doing? And it's like, hey fuckhead, I can't answer you. Why do you ask me how you doing? You know why? Because you programmed that shit. It's, all you, it's always in your script in your head. That's how you do it to everybody. I caught you slipping. You don't really mean it. It's just something you say. Idiot. Alright, guess what I just finished doing right now? You took a bath, James. Well, no. Uh, well, kind... No, I take showers, not baths. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I promise, I guarantee I don't take baths, okay? I take manly showers. Speaking of manly, what I just got done doing before my shower was probably the, the manliest thing you can do. And when I tell you, I don't think you can argue with me because it's pretty fucking manly. We'll be the judge, James. Oh, f- all right, all right. <laughs> so what I just got done doing was chopping down a tree with an axe. That's right. Hear the silence? That's because you can't argue with that. That's pretty fucking manly. And on top of that, on top of that, I even have like like a pretty good beard going. So chopping down a tree with an axe while having a beard. Oh my God, it's so manly. Don't you agree? Is there anything more manly than that? Well, I don't know how you're going to top it. Go ahead. Come over here real quick. 
and take a guess. Okay, James, I'll come to the microphone. So, I think maybe having sexual intercourse with a woman. Damn. For once, I think, I think you're right. That probably is more manly. Jesus Christ. The only thing more manly is having sex with a chick while having a beard. <laughs> All right, I got, I got a confession to make. It wasn't really a tree so much as it was like a bush, but it was a pretty tough bush to chop down. James, why do you try to make yourself sound manlier than you actually are? I mean, your beard isn't really even that full looking. Oh boy, I have heard enough out of you once again. Get back to the wall, put your nose right in that circle again. Right down, there you go. You're used to it. All right, I know it's it's not as manly if you're chopping down a pretty steadily bush, all right? But uh, the bush had a lot of thorns on it. That's the reason I had to take it out, because it, it, it pricks my children. Did you just say pricks and children? All right, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> so, yeah, I just uh, took that fucking thing out, and I built up a pretty good sweat while I did it. James, I'm picturing you all sweated, trimming some bush. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. You got me on that one. But I wasn't trimming a bush. I was, I was uh, manly. In a manly fashion, I was chopping it down. All right? It was a pretty... Listen, it was hard. Okay? You just said hard, James. Fuck. <laughs> it was a difficult task. I mean, it was a pretty decent size, like, uh, little trunk they had there. And it was growing in through the chain link fence, going right into the Nazi neighbor's yard. So uh, I had to get rid of it. It was not an easy feat, all right? I'm just, I'm proud of myself. I feel extra manly. It wasn't a tree. My beard isn't that full. But nonetheless, I still feel manly. And you can't take that away from me, fuckhead. I can try, James. Yeah, and try you will. All right. <laughs> Let's move on with something that just happened yesterday. I really never thought it would happen. But it finally did yesterday. What happened, James? Oh, fucking, all right, all right. Don't you know that I have to pause once in a while to give dramatic effect, to keep the listeners on the edge of their seats? If I just keep going nonstop, it's going to get boring. If I say something, you won't believe what happened yesterday. And you stay quiet for a few seconds, people go, oh, what happened yesterday? I have to know what happened. <laughs> All right. Do you understand that? It's Radio 101. They teach that shit in the first week. Yeah, well, you know what that means? Then it's, it's raw, natural talent. Raw, just like your butthole. What are you implying, James? Nothing. Nothing at all. So uh, yesterday, I go to the Walmart with my family. Is it the super secret Walmart, James? No, it's not the super secret Walmart. Uh, I will never tell you where that Walmart is located, by the way. And just so you know, if you are a new listener and you're thinking, what the hell is a super secret Walmart? It is a super secret Walmart location that only I know the whereabouts of. Well, that's not true, but, you know. And it is a beautiful fucking store. Normally, you think of Walmart as ghetto. Horrible employees with uh, a lot of physical impairments and disabilities. Well, this one lacks all of that. It's a clean place. All the employees look normal. You know, they've got all their limbs. None of them are mobile in chairs, if you know what I'm saying. James, that's so hateful. No, it's not. 
it's just an observation that I've made. It's fine. It's fine. I just don't want to see it. So anyways, <laughs> you walk around. None of the people are wearing uh, spandex-type clothes. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Large people with extra small spandex clothing. Yep. So it looks like you're squeezing 10 pounds of shit into a 5-pound bag. <laughs> you don't see any of that. The people are normal. The employees are normal. The place is clean. That's a super secret fancy pants Walmart. Oh, get this. There's employees walking around all over the place. And it's easy as fuck to get their attention and get some assistance. Unlike the normal Walmarts. Or even Home Depot if you want to get into it. Seems like if you have a question, there's no one fucking around ever. Correct? Thank you. Anyways, it wasn't a super secret location. <laughs> it was a different one. Because we went to the super secret location, Walmart, and they didn't have the product that I was searching for. What you supposed to be searching for? Okay, fucking it. All right. Get over here. I can tell you're not going to shut your goddamn mouth. I can't make you leave the room because that's just too, it's too mean. I know it'll crush you. You're right, Jess. Okay, so come over here and sit down. <sighs> and uh, you do ask good questions at times, so I will allow you to sit next to me. Oh, thank you, Jess. Thank you. So what was your question? What was the product you were searching for? It happened to be uh, a water machine. James, what do you mean a water machine? A machine that makes water? No, fuckhead. Not a machine that makes water. A machine that dispenses water. Because I'm sick and tired of, of buying these, uh, water, these, these bottled uh, waters. You know what? I'll get to that later in the show. It's very compelling. I really encourage you to stick around towards the end of the show. I'm going to have a little segment based upon which the water machine was bought. Okay? The origins of the reason why I decided to purchase a water machine. A fancy pants one, by the way. Top of the line. <laughs> Only the best for me and my family. James, what do you mean top of the line? What's so special about it? Don't you just load the water on top? like no Nope, you don't do that at all. The water doesn't go on top. How you pick up the fucking five-gallon thing and you go... <clears throat> and you spill water all over the place and you make a mess. It's not like that at all. This one is super fancy in which the little door in the bottom opens up. And you just put the fucking thing. You slide it right in there. And you put like a tube, like a big straw. You shove that thing in there and it goes all the way to the bottom. And it sucks the water up. That's right. No gravity in my house, folks. This is a American engineering. It's probably made in Japan, actually. <laughs> Who am I kidding? China? I don't know. You know what? I'm curious. I'm actually going to stop recording right now. I'm going to run out to the box. It's still in the kitchen area. I'm going to look at who makes this product because I just have to know. Hold on. I'll fill in for you, James. Oh, fuck you. I'll rather press pause and not risk you destroying my show once again. Hold on. All right, I'm back. James, why did you make me go with you? You don't trust me behind the controls? No, I don't at all. How could you even ask me that? Of course I don't trust you. After that stunt you pulled today. Alright, I came back. Yes, I'm that anal. I had to run over there and check the box to see where, it, what country this thing was made in. And sadly, it is fucking China. God damn it. China makes everything. Oh well. Uh, yeah, my, Chine my, my uh, fancy Chinese machine here. Sucks up the, the water, and it also has a hot or cold or room temperature variety. Look at that. How fancy. 
<laughs> so while we went to Walmart, sorry, yeah, that's where, that's where we're on here. What happened at Walmart? So while we're going there, I, we walk in the store. I'm pushing a cart. That's gay, Jim. Yeah, you're one to talk. What are you implying? Nothing. So I'm pushing the cart. My son Jacob's strolling along next to me. He's four years old. Behind me is the wife and the daughter. Now up ahead, I see a midget pushing a cart. James, they like to be called little people. I don't fucking care what they like to be called. I'd like to be called king, but no one's going to call me that. As I was saying. Sorry, king. Oh, wow. Okay, fine, little people. Thank you, Jim. Thank you. So I saw a little person, but he was a little... Oh, fuck, he was a midget. That's just a funnier word. James, why? Shut up. So he was a midget, but he was fat. All right? He was a fucking fat midget. He, got a, he had a huge gut. Now, I saw him right in front of me, about 15 feet away. And right when I saw him, I'm like, uh-oh. What's my kid going to do? <laughs> Is he going to do anything that's going to embarrass me? Because White Mike, who's been on the show before a long time ago, like episode 20-something or I don't know. I forget. But uh, that one was a good episode. The Cholo Machine tattoo thing, tattoo artist, something like that. Look for that one if you want to. But uh, So White Mike told me that his kid, that they were walking somewhere and they saw a midget. And the kid looked at it and super loud in front of the midget goes dad what is that <laughs> so i was just like oh man please you know don't say anything and as soon as he sees the midget guy the big fat midget guy he goes ha! and he points at him <laughs> and he looks at me and he's pointing at him but the midget guy is turning away from us and uh, he doesn't see it and I, I go right away he looks at me and i go Shh! and he his face totally changes and then uh, I was like, Shh, don't say anything. And we keep walking. We pass the midget guy. We're like 10 feet away. And uh, I think my daughter goes like, what's wrong with that person? And it's like, uh, and then my wife goes, not everyone looks the same. People are different. So uh, I, f I barely got away with it. I thought for sure. <laughs> when I seen the midget guy, like, uh-oh. Here comes, you know, the loud kid uh, reaction. But, you know, it wasn't too bad. But, but, oh, speaking of yesterday, yesterday also happened to be a holiday. James, what holiday was it? I don't recall. It was actually Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de, de Mayo? That's right. Cinco de Mayo. James, what is that holiday supposed to be about? I don't think anyone really knows. I think it might have something to do with Mexico winning some kind of war against Spain, maybe. Or the Indians. Maybe the French. I don't know. I don't think anyone knows. The only thing anyone cares about is it's just a bullshit excuse to get drunk. Isn't that right? <laughs> That's what it's all about. Oh, and to eat tacos, I think, right? Just like St. Patrick's Day. It's a bullshit holiday. No one really knows what it's about. Everyone acts like they're that race or nationality, whatever you call it. I don't fucking know. Oh, I'm Irish today. <laughs> Let's drink green beer. Oh, I'm Mexican today. Let's have a taco and a dos equis. Go fuck yourselves. All right. It's all, it's all bullshit. The same thing with Memorial Day and Labor Day. No one even cares about the soldiers or about uh, people busting their ass. No one cares. It's all about, oh, I can get drunk this day. I can get drunk on a Sunday night. Woo! <laughs> Stupid. 
So everyone's posting shit yesterday. Oh, Cinco de Mayo, look what I'm doing. I'm drinking a fucking Mexican beer. Guess what I did? I was a horrible, a horrible 40% Mexican yesterday. Probably the worst 40% Mexican ever. On Cinco de Mayo, my nation's, my nation's pride holiday. I sat in a pizza joint and ate a pizza with my family. That's right. But what kind of pizza was it, James? Did it have any Mexican toppings on it? Oh, as a matter of fact, it did. Let me guess, James. Did it have the Mexican four cheese blend? Nope, that's not what it. Did it have? Did it have green bell peppers and red bell peppers? Is that from Mexico? I don't know. Well, no, it didn't have that. Oh, James, did it have jalapenos? It did. James, you're somewhat of a good forty percent Mexican. Yeah, I guess I am. And have barbecue sauce. Oh, James, no. I know. I went to Pyology, a place you can go for a $7.50 pizza, and you can get any topping you want, as much of it as you want. And it's not bad. Yep, I went all, I went crazy yesterday, boys and girls. I got barbecue sauce, mozzarella, cheese, chicken, bacon, red onions, and jalapenos. That's right. And it was delicious. <laughs> In a weird sort of way. So yeah, that's how I spent my Cinco de Mayo, being a horrible 40% Mexican. I'm sorry. I apologize. Didn't even have one Mexican beer at all. Anyway, guess what's uh, coming up soon, though, in the holiday world? James, can I take a guess? I will allow it. Is it Flag Day, James? No. What's the point of Flag Day anyway? Do you, do you, <laughs> you take out... Your country's flag and uh, walk around swinging it or something? What, what are you supposed to do? You get t-shirts made with your flag and walk around. Hey, it's flag day. Oh, look at his shirt. It must be flag day. <laughs> stupid. Another stupid holiday, flag day. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, the holiday I was referring to is not flag day. Maybe in your case, it's fag day. <laughs> James, what are you implying? Nothing. Uh, what I meant to say is it's Mother's Day coming up, everybody. Oh, James. Mother's Day. Ugh. <laughs> Stupid. What a dumb holiday. Mother's Day. James, are you saying your mother is dumb? Uh, no. Are you saying she's dumb because she had you and that you're just very cunty all the time and you contribute nothing to society? <laughs> wow. I can see someone's getting angry and fired up. James, you just upset me with your constant rage. I just feel myself... Like, uh, just... Calm down. Breathe. Think about what you want to say. Okay. What is it? You just... I have to reciprocate the negative energy you're bestowing upon me. Huh. Okay. I understand. Uh... <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to ignore that. I'm not even going to... I'm not even going to respond to it. Because there's, no, there's nothing I'm going to say that's going to make you feel better. So... I'll try to I'll try to act more positive and hopefully you'll you'll see that. Thank you, James. Fine. Fine. So Mother's Day. What a waste. Uh James, stop it. I'm sorry. Can't help it. I'm just kidding. It's not really a waste. That's not what I really mean. Uh am I the, it's just am I the only one that thinks Mother's Day should only apply to your own mother? Oh, yes, James. What I mean is, and nothing against my wife, 
she does happen to be a mother to my two children, but where does this end? It should only be that you celebrate your own mother. Why do I gotta get something or or do something for my wife? Yes, she's a mother of my children, but still, where does it end? Wait, you gotta celebrate every mother? Isn't it too much? James, these women go through treacherous pain to deliver children. Why can't you just give them one day? Women get every day. Okay, women get every single day. We're supposed to do the right thing and open doors for them. All right. Let them go first. Let them finish first. <laughs> All that stuff. All right. Why did they get another day? Because, James, they gave life. Oh, yeah? What about me? My balls harness this life before theirs ever did. Not their balls, but, you know, their body. What about my day? What about my balls day? There should be like a balls day, right? For all guys. It's called Father's Day, James. Yeah, but Father's Day is kind of still overlooked. No one, no one cares about their fathers, all right? And they should. Your father is the one. Okay, let's, let's, let's analyze this for a second. Oh, great. This is going to be a bunch of nonsense. Well, just hear me out. This talk show, okay? Just indulge me. Mothers, okay, everyone loves the mothers because they're the ones that, you know, breastfeed you and, and care for you and bathe you and love you and all that stuff. And yeah. And you know what? That's their job. Okay? And what's your father's job? He's got to do all that. And on top of it, if he's a good father, by the way. And on top of it, he's got to go and bust his ass at a job he fucking hates. All right? And he's there most of his life at that shitty job. And he's doing it for you and, and, the, and his wife, right? That's what he's doing it for. And, and so he can buy himself some, some nice toys. But, <laughs> but mostly for you. All right? So... It's, it's all about your dad, really. Your mom just is hanging out, not working at home, like just having a good time, living life. Deals with you only part of the day. Then when you go to school, you're gone like most of the day. So, I mean, what do mothers really do? <laughs> oh, man, I know all you women out there are going to hate on me for this. But, you know, I'm just being a dick. I'm just fucking with you. Uh, but I really do stand by the whole thing with uh, you should only be celebrating your own mother. All right, let the kids grow up, then they can shower you with gifts and take you out to dinner and all that shit, okay? Let me just, uh, let, let me celebrate my mom, okay? I don't want to celebrate every other goddamn woman that has a kid. And <laughs> leave it at that. Oh, James, you are in a pissy mood. Why are you crying? Because you upset me, James. I just feel like all women are beautiful and that they should be celebrated on this one day. <laughs> Fuck off already. <sighs> all right. Sorry. I'll get my wife something nice. Will that make you feel better? Yes, James. Fine. I'll get her like a flower or something. That's not good enough, James. Fine, I'll do something better for her. All right, fuck. I was already going to anyway. I can't win this. I'm just venting and bitching. I'm sorry. Let's move on. Thank you, James. All right. Oh, on to some good news. Let's, let's get out of Cuntyville and move on to happy times. Guess what? What is it, James? I, I made an announcement a while back that if Sir Paul McCartney ever came around to do a tour in the LA area, that I'm going to drop some serious fucking money and get a good seat. Because it's sort of like a bucket list thing for me. And uh, I said this on uh, maybe like 10, 12 shows, 15 shows back, I don't remember, that if he ever comes around, like I just said, I'm going to drop some money to get a good ticket to see this dude play. He don't got too much longer. He's already getting up there. You know, Ringo's 
got some uh, health problems. He can't even play the drums by himself. He's got to have some other fuckhead do all the fancy work while he sits up there like a <laughs> like a monkey playing his drums. Well, well, they're not even mic'd. The other guy does all the work. So McCartney doesn't have too long either. This guy's still got it. Don't get me wrong. Um, but you know, my God, I got to see him this time around. Who knows what's gonna happen? So he's not playing the Hollywood Bowl like I hoped he would, because I would have loved to have sat there with my fucking fancy box seat, with my strawberries, <laughs> chocolate, and my bottle of wine, and my grapes, and had and paid someone to. <laughs> Feed them to me. I could have done James for free. Yeah, I'm not going to pay for a ticket, though, for you. I'd already find someone sitting next to me like, here, I'll give you 15 bucks. Just feed me grapes every five minutes, all right? Just give me two grapes every five minutes. And, and fan me a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah, when I, I pictured myself. I imagined myself sitting in a box seat with a fancy glass of wine with my pinky extended, of course, watching Sir Paul McCartney play lovely tunes to me. Some lovely Beatles tunes. So uh, it's going to be awesome. But, you know, not quite as awesome because he's playing Dodger Stadium. And uh, I I didn't get, like, excellent seats. But, uh, you know, what can you do? You can either pay, like, 100 bucks, which I did, and get a fairly decent seat. Or you could pay 240 and sit right in front. Now, since uh, it's not known for their concerts, Dodger Stadium... The, the thought of paying 240 bucks to sit in the front never even occurred to me because, uh, you know, there's no telling. I don't fucking know how it's going to sound. I've been to the Bowl. I've been to the Greek. Uh, awesome sound. Cool venues. You know, you're going to be sitting on the field in Dodger Stadium. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Besides that, at this point in my life, 240 bucks is kind of a lot. But like I said, if it would have been for a box seat at the Bowl in the front, I would have done it happily. So, uh, so here we go. Paul McCartney, Dodger Stadium, August. It's going to be a warm evening. I'm, uh, I'm gathering. So uh, we made sure. Well, Chuby and her fiancé, Daniel, they already had tickets when I called her. It's like, Chuby, did you know that Paul McCartney has pre-sale tickets right now? And she's like, I already got them. I was like, wow, she's on top of it. And I go, what about your brother, Monkey? <gasps> Peter. And she's like, I, I text him so uh, a few days ago. I don't know if he got them. So I called this motherfucker and he's like, you can tell he was asleep. <laughs> hey, dude, Paul McCartney, you going to get the ticket? When is it on sale? Right now. Right now. How much did it cost? Uh, I paid a hundred bucks. hundred bucks. <laughs> it's like, don't be a dick. You got to go. Oh, I'll see what I can do. And so... Uh, I didn't even sign up for the pre-sale, to be honest with you. I totally forgot about it. And when it says, what's the secret password, I guessed. And I, <laughs> I was able to get it right, luckily. So I gave him all the information. He wound up getting two tickets for him and his wife. So, Peter, his wife, Chuby, her fiancé, Daniel, and myself, all alone. James, you're going by yourself? Yes. Well, we're all going to hang out. But as soon as the show's going to start, we're all going to break off in our separate ways. And I'm going to sit by myself. What a fucking loner. And a cool dude, right? No, James, I'd say more like a loser. Yeah, I know. Gonna go to a concert and sit with myself. But, you know, my, my wife didn't give a fuck about going. And so it's either like take her who doesn't care about going and spend 100 bucks, 120 with all the fees on that bullshit, and then have to get a babysitter and probably pay them. Or 
go alone. She's the babysitter and save some money. <laughs> it was an obvious choice. So uh, there you go. That's what's going to happen. And, uh, and and Monkey and Chuby's father, Uncle George, I've talked about him on the show too. He passed away, I think, last year, I believe. I don't, I'm not good with timelines. Don't condemn me for that. But uh, one of his two favorite fucking things in the world was the Dodgers and the Beatles. So it's going to be, I don't know, it's like a little thing for him too. Like, yeah, all right, man. I even told Monkey, like, you better fucking go, dude, for your dad at least. All right? Don't piss him off. <laughs> so uh, look at that. Uncle George. I fancy that. All right. Oh, and speaking of, I didn't mention this last week when I was talking about the Dodger game I went to. Uh, Dodger Stadium security is ridiculous, okay? Now, I already told you in a previous episode a while, a while back that me and Peter... <gasps> We brought bottles of Coke, spiked half whiskey, half Coke, the 20-ounce bottles. And we were sitting in the car. We just pull up, and the cops already fucking, what are you guys doing in there? Huh? You waiting for someone? What's going on? What are you doing? Dude, they cracked down on us quick, right? So we get out, and I drank the Coke. I'm just like, yeah, you know, do you mind if we have some Cokes at least? You guys aren't going to sweat us for that, are you? He goes, no, no, that's fine, man. You can do that. He goes, well, you know, we're just looking to see if people are drinking booze or, or smoking uh, weed or doing anything else stupid, you know. And I was like, all right. So I pull out my Coke full of half whiskey and I open it and drink it right in front of the cop. Oh, my God. I felt so proud of myself that day like I was such a badass. Oh, James, you're so lame. I know. But to myself, I felt great. And that's what really matters. So uh, speaking of that. So my point is we got to Daughter Stadium. My wife and I to watch the Dodger game a few weeks, a couple weeks ago. We get out. I see these dudes in the car behind us, um, like the row behind us. They're just like staring forward. And you know, they're just sitting in there doing something, right? From the time it took me to get out of my car, go to the trunk and open it so my wife can put her, her uh, purse in the trunk. Then I close the trunk and turn around. The guy already had them stepping out of the car and pouring their shit out on the floor. <laughs> It's like fucking A, dude. You can't get away with anything nowadays at that stadium. You can't. You just can't. So uh, there you go. Heed that warning. You're not going to get away with it. James, was that you drinking this week in root beer? No, it was not. James, did Lido ruin everything again for your root beer plans? No. This time it wasn't Lido's fault. It was my own. I didn't get a root beer this week. I did not. And that's my fault, and I apologize. So tonight I'm drinking some coffee. James, is it gourmet coffee? Of course it's gourmet coffee. What else would I drink? Folgers? Ha! Absolutely not. Nothing but the best for me. <laughs> yep, I made it in my fancy Keurig machine. My wife's fancy Keurig machine. And that's all you gotta know. So I'm sorry. So hopefully next time I'll have a fancy root beer. And uh, I've been, I've been... I've been slacking off, and I would say I'm sorry, but uh, I really don't care if you're offended. Plus, none of you guys give a shit about this week in root beer anyway, all right? I just do it just to spite you, so good for you. You got away with it this week. All right, speaking of concert, right? The same night Paul McCartney is playing Dodger Stadium, I just fucking realized, because I got an email like the day after I bought the tickets. It doesn't matter. I would have I picked that show over this one anyway. I got an email from Ticketmaster informing me, don't miss the show coming up for this dude named Glenn Hansard. James, who's Glenn Hansard? 
Yeah, I know the name is not common, and most of you do not know who he is, and most of you probably won't even like his music. But I will inform you anyhow. Glenn Hansard is the lead singer, frontman of the band called The Frames from Ireland, the Irish band The Frames, which is a cool fucking band, by the way. It's folk music, okay? Folk rock, to be exact. And uh, he got together with his chick named, I forget her name, Ingreta or something. And they did that musical, that movie called Once. Good movie. Watch it with a lady and you'll dig it. It's a cool musical. Like They actually like play their own instruments and shit. And uh, I liked it, man. It's a really good fucking movie. Good music. The dude and the woman were, the, were a band for a while. They put on some good shows. We went to a couple of them. They broke up because they actually broke up in real life. So that's what we can't, we can't play together anymore because we're broken up. We can't play music anymore. It's weird. So yeah, that happened. And so they don't play anymore. So uh, we saw the frames after that. And my wife, you know, it's not the same. Nevertheless, he's still a great fucking musician. The real deal. Raw fucking talent. Great killer voice. Can play his guitar like a motherfucker. And uh, he's got a great backing band. It's an awesome show. On top of that, at Iron and Wine, who's a solo dude who records all his own shit, but then he plays with a band. Sometimes just plays by himself. Lately, he's gotten kind of poppy. I don't really care for it. I like most of the southern type shit he used to do. Sounds really fucking cool. Sounds like he's sitting on his porch and shit with a piece of fucking wheat in his mouth. <laughs> in his uh, in his overalls. Uh, it, it sounds awesome. Um, Irony Wine. Check that guy out. You know what? I'm going to play you some clips because I know you guys aren't going to check it out at all. And I know, you, I know you're too fucking lazy to do anything that goes out of your way. So let me play you a couple clips from these bands because I recommend them. It's it's different than the shit you hear on the radio. It's not the, the same fucking nonsense with all the same beats, the same fucking uh, whistling or the humming that all the bands do nowadays. You know what they all do nowadays? They all go, oh, 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 oh. Check it out. Listen to all the bands on K-Rock or, uh, you know, 98.7 and all that shit. They all do that. They all do it. Whoa, 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 whoa. All that kind of stuff. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> so if you want to break away from all that shit, all right, and here's some real musicians. Let me play real quick some clips because I love this ginger bastard, all right? He's a cool fucking guy, great musician, cool music, and it's awesome to go. And they're playing at the Hollywood fucking ball too. God, that would have been a great show. Oh, cool. To sit, you know, go to a concert. I know some of you fucking guys. You don't go to a concert to sit down, bro. You go there to fucking rock out, man. Nah, I'm 30. Now I appreciate going to a concert and sitting my ass down. <laughs> Enjoying the music. It's just very cool. I've been going on and on and on enough about it. Let me play you two clips. First, from the frames. Here we go. On the
Come on. Come on. Look at that. If you can't appreciate that, do you got a pulse? Because uh, I'm not so sure. The emotion involved. God damn. It's great stuff, man. Glenn Hansard. Glenn Hansard. Uh, this time around, he's uh, solo. Usually with the frames before with the woman Marquette. Oh, that's her name. Marquetta Iglova from once. But uh, yeah. Download their shit. If you want, take your lady friend. If you dig that kind of music, fucking get some tickets. Go check it out. I recommend it. You will enjoy it. And playing with him is another fucking guy. Oh, man. Really fucking talented. Like I said, I really don't follow him lately. That might be a problem, but uh, his early shit... <laughs> sound like a fucking asshole. Yeah, his early stuff was great, man. Now, but check this out. Iron and Wine. His name is uh, Sam Beam, I think. I think so. But uh, check this out real quick. I'm sorry. Okay, I, I apologize. I know you're pressed for time, but uh, if you will... Just indulge me and check this one out, too. Then we'll get right back into the show, all right? All right, here we go. That's about it. Maybe, most likely, you probably don't like that. <laughs> That's my white side coming out of me, I guess. But uh, I dig it, man. I love that whole Southern shit. Um, yeah, gritty. Oh, it's cool as fuck. So uh, there you go. 
The Frames with When Your Mind's Made Up was the first one, and that's Iron and Wine with, hold on, uh, Evening on the Ground. There you go. What more can I tell you? It's different. It's not mainstream. All right? It's not hipster. <laughs> I know you guys are afraid of that word. James, what's hipster mean? I really still don't even know what it means. But uh, it doesn't matter. So if you want something different, if you like folk music, not fuck music, because I can give you some of that too, <laughs> but folk music, check it out. You'll dig it. Or if not, go fuck yourself. What do I care? I'm just trying to, I'm trying to enlighten you and broaden your horizons, all right? Yeah, okay, all right. Let's move on. Let's move on. So speaking of that, oh boy. Speaking of Glenn Hansard in that musical movie called Once, they actually made it into a musical. Do you mean on Broadway, James? Yes, I mean on Broadway. But, uh, well, here in LA, it's not called Broadway, right? I don't fucking know. Isn't that just New York? So it's coming to Los Angeles, California, the Pantages Theater. So my wife, she saw the poster when we went to go see the Book of Mormon. Once again, I highly recommend that one. Go check it out. I know most of you are like, oh, that's gay, dude. I'm never going to musical. Fuck that. But if you're ever going to go, if you're curious about it, if you're by curious, go take a woman there. If you feel that self-conscious about it, I can't go myself or with some other dude. <laughs> take a chick and she'll dig it. You'll dig it and you'll be better off for it. All right. Um, once we were there, we saw a poster for Once the mu- a New Musical. And she's like... Oh my god, I have to go to that show. Ah! All right. And uh, I was like, fucking A. <laughs> because in my head, you can't compare to the movie or the or the concerts we went to where they played the music from the movie. Because they the, the those two formed the band and they played the fucking songs that were in the movie, which are great songs. You can't compare to that, right? You're going to hear... It's going to be like karaoke because you went from the original people to... The people, I don't know. I just, to me, I don't see it working as good as whatever. So I wind up buying the tickets for her. It's for her anniversary. Oh, James, you got suckered. I know. I know. Too good about goddamn husband really kills me. Oh, James, shut up. So, so yeah, I'm going to another musical, everyone. Can you believe that? And it happens to be the day before the McCartney show. And a man, look at me. I'm turning into a fruity pants, aren't I? There's nothing wrong to attending musicals, James. Yeah, that means nothing coming from you. James, what are you implying? Nothing. So yeah, I'm going to my second musical this August. Oh boy. It better be good. It better be good. I'm never going to go see uh, Cats, okay? So don't get too worried about me. I'm never going to go see Cats. There is talks though. Oh man, now that I'm talking about it. There there are talks about uh, her friend her, or her wife. Her wife. Her friend who is the wife of Josie, who's been on the show. Actually, she's been on the show too. Nelly Boy. Uh, she mentioned, we should go see Wicked together. We should all go. And it's like, oh boy. <laughs> Wicked. Although, my buddy Bino said he saw it, and he said it's good. So, you know what? God damn it, I'm turning into a fruity pants. And when I go to see Wicked, if I ever go, I'm going to wear, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have my, my shirt tied off at my belly button. All right, I'm going to have it tied off I'm going to be wearing a, a scrunchie in my hair, and, and that'll be the end of it. That might be a good look for you, James, as long as it's pastel purple. Oh, boy, shut up. Okay, let's go on to something uh, else that's somewhat over the top and <laughs> alarming. They made Pope John Paul II a saint. 
Everyone rise. Now kneel. Now rise. Now kneel. Now rise. Now kneel. Rise, kneel. Rise, rise, rise. And kneel. <laughs> Sorry. I've been to Catholic Church before, right? So I can get away with that because I've been there. So I can mock it openly. I was baptized Catholic. That's when I had no say in the matter. I was an infant. And they came and they put the uh, the godly water on my head. That's right. And I think it burned. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, yeah, Pope John Paul II recently became a saint. And apparently you can't become a saint until you, until you die anyway. So, once again, do not come to the danger hour for hard-hitting ev- evidence, facts, and, uh, and uh, well, and truthful information, I guess. I don't fucking know. Come here for rumors, opinions, and hearsay, and nonsense. That's what you come here for, right? You just come here so I can help you go through your shitty day Whatever you're doing, right? I hope so, anyway. So, what I read in the little amount of research that I've done with this whole matter, because it seems like it's very confusing, and I just, I kind of got over it, because I don't have time for this shit, okay? <laughs> I'm too busy drawing pictures and stuff. Um, so, apparently, you can't, be, you can't be considered to be a saint until five years after you're dead, because they don't want the emotions to be involved, Okay, they want you to be dead and gone. And then it's like, okay, now let's talk about it. Then uh, if someone nominates you to be a saint, they, I think they go to the Vatican and they tell you like, hey, I want to nominate. Oh, no, they go to like the local cardinal or bishop. I don't fucking know. All right. And they tell him like, hey, so uh, let's say it's me, right? Let's say I'm dead for five years. They're like, hey, so I think, like Lido. So I think um, James Danger should be a saint. And he'll be like, Really, why do you think that, my son? And he'll be like, because he was he was like awesome, man. And so uh, he goes like, all right, well, let me check it out. And then he checks it out. And he's like, wow, this guy really was a good dude. Let me let me take this to the Vatican. Let me see what they say about it. So he goes, he takes it to the Vatican. I don't know if he actually goes there, or if he just like emails them or something, right? And then it's like, hey, Vatican, uh, this dude was a cool guy, and I I looked into it, and it turns out, yeah, he really is. So you check it out, and let's see what happens. So they either, I think, like off the bat go, eh, nah. <laughs> or they go, okay, this looks promising. In which case, they'll just look at me and go, oh, are you fucking kidding me? Get, get out of here. Listen to one of his shows, and uh, that's evidence enough that he's, in, he's burning in hell. <laughs> so let's for a second say that I am considered, right? The Vatican goes, oh, wow, James, that was a good dude. As a matter of fact, you know, he was a racist and sexist on these shows. In which case, they didn't understand my humor. But uh, in in the big picture, he helped people by entertaining them and and being a positive a positive light in their lives. Right, that's how it'd go. And so they would do some investigating. They'd look into my life and like, wow, look, he was a great father, a good husband. Look, he did all these all these good things. Wow, what a good guy. And then they would have to see if I performed a miracle. Now, this is when it gets tricky, because uh, I don't know what constitutes as a miracle, because. Seems like it could be downright, uh, I don't know. It's very, <laughs> let's talk about John Paul II, his miracle, because I know you're all curious about it. Now, I guess if you perform a miracle, I thought it was three miracles, but, you know, whatever. Uh, you get to be a saint. So, 
I'm probably getting this all wrong. And Chuby, my cousin, who went to Catholic school, is probably turning in her grave. Well, she's alive, but she's probably very upset with me right now. Like, that's not, but she's probably screaming, that's not how it is, stupid. <laughs> but anyways, so the way this guy, John Paul II, got into sainthood is the miracle. Take this for what it is. A woman, let me read this to you, all right? A woman whose miraculous recovery from an inoperable brain, brain aneurysm, inoperable brain aneurysm, paved the way for the late John Paul II to be declared a saint at the ceremony at the Vatican this weekend. I don't know when this was written. Uh, April 24th. So, uh, all right. Uh, described how the Polish pontiff appeared to her in a vision. All right. She had a vision. So maybe she was taking mushrooms. Maybe not. Floribeth Mora Diaz from Costa Rica will be a guest of honor at the ceremony on Sunday. Uh, let's see. Blah, 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 blah. Three years ago, Mrs. Mora was told by doctors in her home country that her condition was hopeless and that her death was only a matter of time. Partially paralyzed, she was on pain medication. Oh, there it is. Pain medication. Highlight that. Thank you very much. And lying in bed at home on May 1st, 2011. Oh, she must have been on a good one. Clutching a magazine uh, with a front cover photograph of the former Polish... Why do they keep calling him that? Polish pontiff. When he purportedly appeared before her in a vision. It was the day that John Paul II was beatified? Beatified. At a grand open air ceremony in St. Peter's Square. The first step towards him being made a saint. So... <laughs> the vision told her, I don't know how this guy talks. What is he, like Italian? So uh, I'm not going to try that. But mine's going to sound like a like a Mexican dude. <laughs> That's what I can do. Give me a break. Sorry, Beth. Get up. What's up? That's not even Mexican. Wow, what the fuck is that? Floribeth, get up. What are you doing here? Why don't you go into the kitchen and see your husband? The vision said there, in my opinion, that's a great Pope accent. The late Pope's hand seemed to reach out towards her from the cover of the magazine, she said. And they responded, now I feel fine. I'm going, I'm going. The 50-year-old mother of four told whoever the hell was interviewing her. She insisted that from that day on, she was completely cured. I felt a great sense of wellness inside me. Acknowledging that many people would be highly skeptical of recovery and of the whole concept of miracles, she said that people can think of whatever they want. What I know is that I'm healthy. There are always people who don't believe me who say I'm crazy, but what counts for me today is that this crazy woman is cured. Even her neurosurgeon seems to be convinced. If I cannot explain it from a medical standpoint, something non-medical happened. <laughs> Very well put, Alejandro Vargas Roman. I can believe it was a miracle. She recounted the story on a website linked to the beautification... Beaut beautification of John Paul II. It was not long before the Vatican contacted her. It was the long process that purported miracle was scrutinized by the experts of the Holy... Blah, 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 blah. Uh, she was flown to a church-run hospital in Rome she was registered under a f where she was registered under a false name while doctors conducted tests which showed that she was completely healthy. Huh. I was meant to be just a tourist from Costa Rica who had fallen ill while on holiday in Italy, she said. <laughs> Since her recovery, she has become the object of almost cult-like devotion. Uh-oh. 
with the faithful people suffer with faithful and people suffering from illnesses flock into her home. Oh boy. Now she's a false idol. You're going straight to hell, lady. She has had to give up much of her work for her family-owned security business to deal with the huge interest in her story. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you something. I, I this is fucking obvious. So that day, the Pope was already they were having some grand ceremony for in his honor that same day that she had this vision, okay? So the dude's already on her mind. She's also holding a magazine with the picture of the dude on, on it in the front. And she's popping these pain meds like crazy. So she just, she was high as fuck. And she, what she thought was, not even what she thought, I guess. I mean, she just, she's seen a vision. She was tripping. And the Pope goes like, hey, get up, you're healthy now. You know what I mean? And, and she's fine. And I can explain how she's fine. My, my buddy Gasboy, his brother had a brain tumor. He went to Mexico to a doctor. The, the American doctors looked at his head and said, oh, it's pretty big. Uh, we got to start chemo. But his parents took him to Mexico. I've, I told the story before. And they went to a, a, a what do they call it? Uh, holist, holist? Uh, I don't know. I forget the word. I sound like an idiot. <laughs> uh, holistic guy? Yeah. Who only deals with pure stuff and, and, and whatever. So he assigned him a specific diet and told them, if you stick to this diet, he will be cured. And they did. They followed the diet, even though the food he ate made him stink. Uh, and he said, don't use the microwave anymore. Get that out of your house. Um, make him eat like all, whatever the fuck it was, a whole list of foods. And he went back to the to the American doctors sometime later, and the shit was gone. And he hasn't had it since. So, look at that. Miracle. <laughs> but, uh, you know, everyone thinks it was Pope John Paul doing it. And so now uh, he's a saint. And this woman is some kind of... Now she's like, uh, you know, everyone goes to her, Oh, heal me, right? Or, have, the, have the Pope heal me, I know you know him. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Whatever, dude. Take it, take it for what it is. If you want to believe it, if, if you're into that kind of thing, good for you. I'm not going to knock you, but I don't, I'm skeptical still. But that's how the dude became a saint. That's right. Okay. Uh, what else I got here? Uh, oh, let's get into something interesting, if you will. Hmm? So, have you ever imagined or thought about what the deadliest animal in the world is? What could it be? What do you think it is? What do you think it is? It's probably not what you think it is, to be honest with you. Let me just read you the list here. I thought this was rather interesting. And I think, you know, if you're uh, an intelligent person of any kind, you will appreciate this list also. So, let's get into it. The world's deadliest animals. Based upon, not the number of attacks. All right? Uh, the number of people they kill per year. All right. So let's start with the bottom. A shark. A shark is... Let's see how many... Hold on. Let me see here. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Those are 15, the top 15 animals here. Number 15 is a shark with 10 murders per year. All right. The next one, also with 10, tied for last place is a wolf. 
That's surprising to me. I didn't think, uh, I thought, hmm. All right. Wolves still going strong, I guess. Oh. Thought people were killing a lot of wolves recently. I don't fucking know. Anyways, uh, next up with 100, a lion. Damn. I'm guessing these mostly happen in Africa, right? <laughs> uh, unless like maybe like a lion gets loose in the U- U.S. Zoo or something. I don't fucking know. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna gather. So what? The the Africans still hang out out there in the plains. They know they don't know better than to stay away from that area. <laughs> so they don't get attacked by lions. James, there's lots of poor people in Africa. Where are they gonna go? <sighs> Let's just move on. Oh, look at this. I'm guessing the same... Well, maybe not. Maybe India. Elephants with also 100 people killed per year. Uh, there's African elephants and there's Indian elephants, as far as, I'm, as far as I know. Uh, and there's also the ones found in most Walmarts. Oh! Except for the super, super location. <laughs> so 100 deaths per year for elephants. Next up, hippopotamus. Hip, hip hop, hip hop anonymous. Five hundred people killed per year. Wow. I really don't see how a hippopotamus. Yeah, I'm totally ignorant with this whole thing. But how many people are hanging out in the waters in Africa? I don't fucking know. For five hundred a year to be killed. That's crazy. I heard those things are pretty deadly, but uh, you know, I wouldn't know. Next up, with one thousand deaths per year, a crocodile. Crikey! It's a crocodile, it is! Next up with 2,000 deaths per year is a tapeworm. Oh my god, James! That's disgusting! I know. One time I had a tapeworm on purpose so I can lose some weight. Is that true? No, James, I just... I never had the guts to go through with it. I think that's funny because I think you've had a man's worm up in your guts. Oh! James, what are you implying? Nothing. Next up, we have <clears throat> with 2,500 deaths per year in, oh, I don't even know what this is, Ascaris roundworm. Ugh, just seems like another parasitic thing. Ugh, that's fucking gross, dude. Imagine knowing you've got a worm inside of you. Ugh, that's creepy as fuck. This worm inside of you, like, slowly killing you. Ugh. Next up with, oh boy, look at the jump from, ten, from uh, 2,500 to 10,000 freshwater snail. Freshwater snail. Schistosomiasis. I looked I looked this up actually and uh, it says the disease is spread by contact with water that contains the parasites. These parasites are released from freshwater snails that have been infected. The disease is especially common among children in developing countries as they are more likely to play in infected water. Ugh. Other high-risk groups include farmers, fishermen, and people using infected water for their daily chores. Diagnosis is by finding the eggs of the parasite in a person's urine or stool. Ugh! <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah, so that's pretty gross. Next up, also 10,000, the assassin bug. They give you something called Chagas disease. Uh, I'm not going to look that one up. Uh, assassin bug. What a great name for a bug. The assassin bug. And uh, also with 10,000, Setsi Fly, it gives you a sleeping sickness. All right, that's creepy. I'm guessing these are all like in third world countries. I hope, I hope they are. (laughs) 
Then it jumps from 10,000 to 25,000. You wouldn't believe it. Your best friend, a dog. Oh, not a wolf, a dog. Uh, they give you rabies. I thought it would be like dog attacks, but it says rabies. That's weird. I didn't think rabies was like that hardcore. 25,000 people a year. All right, next up. Jumps from 25,000. Increase that times two. 50,000 deaths per year. Snakes. That's right. Snakes. I got, I believe that one. Ugh. Jumps up from, oh boy, look at this jump. From 50,000 deaths a year, it jumps to 475,000. Can you guess what it is? The deadliest animal of all. Humans. Four hundred and seventy-five thousand deaths per year on the bloody hands of man. And then from there, the number one. Did you already guess it? From four hundred and seventy-five thousand from men, it jumps to seven hundred and twenty-five thousand deaths per year. And that's the mosquito. That's right, the mosquito. Those sons of bitches. I hate them. We all hate them. Kill them whenever you can. And they can go fuck themselves. The deadliest animal, everybody. Mosquito. All right. Was that entertaining? Was that informative? So if you can learn anything from that list, it's kill all mosquitoes that come around you and never go to third world countries. And don't play in dirty water. There you go. (laughs) Uh, Next up. Speaking of lists, if you like that list, you'll probably not like this one as much, but it's something that's very informative. And it recently scared me to death. Not really, but you know. It scared me straight. You know, you've been hearing a lot lately about uh, how they pump all kinds of chemicals in the foods. And ugh, it's pretty fucking gross. There's a huge boom in organic food, right? You might think it's a scam and all that shit. You might think it's a, you know, why would I pay that much money for organic food? It's not worth it. You know, it's cheaper going the other way. And yeah, I understand you because as a family man with uh, I'm going to say money challenged I'm not well off Uh, you know at times you're like well fuck it you know I can't afford that shit and it's a damn shame but I think from now on I'm going to I'm going to make myself afford that shit (laughs) because what's more important than the food you're feeding you and you and your family would you willingly poison your family the people you love and care for the most Would you willingly do that? If you knew this food that you had in your hand contained poisons that over time would give your children horrible illnesses or diseases, would you carry on doing that? I don't think so. I think you're good people out there. I mean, if I'm attracting you, you must be good people because I'm a good person. Are you really, James? Because most of the stuff that comes out of your mouth, I'm just not sure. What about the stuff that goes into your mouth? Oh, it just keeps coming. Literally. James! What are you implying? Nothing. (laughs) So here we go. I read this list. It scared me straight. I thought maybe... I'm not preaching to you. I'm just sharing with you my findings. You're all adults. You can make your own decisions. But, uh, you know, let's wake up, people. Let's let's see the truth, okay? It's it's, it's very, very important. And yeah, I'm not always going to follow these rules. I mean, I just told you I had pizza yesterday. <laughs> but I think it's important that we try, right? 
Look at this list. And you're going to see this list everywhere. I'm not a doctor or a scientist. I can't back this up 100%, but it makes sense in my world. In my head, whatever you want to call it. I guess my head is my world, so go fuck yourself. What do you want? Number one on this list. List of, I think, uh, 13 of them. Okay? Microwave popcorn. I'll try to make it quick. Uh, microwave popcorn is no good because the lining of the bags have chemicals that research has found to lead to liver and pancreatic cancer. Pancreatic cancer, if you don't know, is the bad one. You don't come back from that one. It's all over. It's all over once you hear those words. You have pancreatic cancer. Say goodbye to all your loved ones. Oh boy, that's a rough one. Uh, it's a chemical called diacet- diacetyl. Uh, yeah, dude. So don't do not do the microwave popcorn thing anymore. All right. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not really like a popcorn guy, so I don't know the alternatives, but you know, you'll figure that out. Oh, don't you just buy popcorn kernels and do it yourself? You know, I don't know. Next one, non-organic fruits. This is a good one. This is the easiest one because nowadays when you go to stores, there's organic sections everywhere. Or just go to a farmer's market, right? They'll help you out. Non-organic fruits. Listen to this. Fruits that are non-organic are contaminated with pesticides and unsafe fertilizers. Now, this is fucking true. I've seen it firsthand because I've gone to, I've gone to an apple orchard. Okay, is that what you call them? <laughs> An orchard? And you can go to the organic section and there's a bunch of bug holes in all of them. Most of those fruits because they don't spray anything on them. All right. I don't know if that <laughs> helps you in any way, but, but uh, you know, some people are skeptical about, oh, uh, they're not organic. But I'm telling you, you go, to these, you go to these places and you go to the parts that aren't organic and you see they're all fucking untouched. So uh, there you go. Apples are probably the worst offenders with pesticides showing on more than 98% of all apples tested. Oh, boy. Fruits with a 90% positive rate of pesticide residue include oranges, strawberries, and grapes. Washing fruit does not remove 100% of the residue. Pesticides are toxic chemicals to insects as well as human beings. So there you go. Just get some organic shit, okay? Spend a little bit more on the fruit and come on. It's worth it, right? Because once again, my buddy Bino informed me that the... I was wrong before. It's not the FDA, Food and Drug Administration. It's a, <laughs> and I forgot what it really is called. USDA, United States Department of Agriculture. That's the one. That's it. All natural means nothing. So if you see something that says all natural ingredients, it doesn't mean shit. It's not regulated. Organic is regulated. They can't put that label on it unless it truly is organic. All right, next up, canned tomatoes. Actually, most canned foods are a concern. All canned foods, forget about them from now on. The lining of almost all canned foods are made with a chemical called bisphenol A. Or, let's just go with the easy part, BPA. You ever seen those uh, plastic bottles that say BPA free? That's what you got to go for. That's also a reason why I stopped buying water bottles out of the plastic because they release that chemical in the water and you're fucked. All right? Uh, Let me also share with you, God, I am preaching on this one, huh? But I think it's informative. I think you should know. I've said it before also, don't get purified water. Purification process takes out all the natural minerals and nutrients that the water has. You know, I don't know if you get something that has minerals and nutrients added. I don't know. Maybe, or you can get like alkaline water. That helps. But natural spring water, I guess, is the way to go. I don't know. What do you want from me? (laughs) So uh, let's see. Yeah, BPA is lined in all these cans. So, you know, oh, Christ. 
you should seriously consider not feeding the children, it says. Yeah, that's no good. BPA is, is not good for you. So uh, no more canned foods, everybody. Let's see. Next up, processed meats. This is a big one. Uh, most most all processed meats contain something called sodium nitrates or nitrites. They're a chemical and preservative. They are known to have carcinogens in them. Dude, this is like, this is a big one. This is everywhere you go. Subway, all those places have processed meat. All the lunch meat is processed. Okay. Hot dogs, it's all processed. Everything's processed nowadays. I went to a, a farmer's market recently and I bought, I'm not shitting you. I bought... All beef, like grass-fed, all 100% nat or not uh, organic. Sorry, not natural. That means nothing, right? Organic beef, no nitrates, none of that shit. No filler. Hot dogs. <laughs> I was like, oh fuck it. If I'm gonna have a hot dog, it's gonna be and dude, they're like, it's like eight bucks for a pack of eight. But you you can eat it knowing you're not putting any poisons in your body, and they're not bad tasting. So there's that. There you go. So processed meats. Big no-no. Next up, let's uh, continue this. Moving, moving along. Uh, farm salmon. Although fish sounds like one of the healthiest food possibilities, for, uh, farm salmon is one you should avoid. The fish are fed unnatural diets and are contaminated with chemicals, antibiotics, pesticides, antibiotics, pesticides, and other known carcinogens. So farmed salmon. Say no to that also. Uh, just got a text from Super Dick. Look at that. Super Dick. It's a super day whenever you hear from Super Dick. All right, next up. Uh, moving right along, potato chips. Ah, oh, god damn it. This is one of the good ones. I'm so, I'm so sad to see this one. Guess I gotta stick to tortilla chips. All natural. <laughs> James, he said all natural is poison also. Yeah, I know. Organic. I did actually buy some organic tortilla chips. They're not as good, but they did the job. Um, besides being full of trans fats and excessive sodium, potato chips have artificial flavors, numerous preservatives, and colors. They're fried in high temperatures and make them crispy, but also causes them to make a material called acrylamide, also known carcinogen that is found in cigarettes. Oh boy! So next up, hydro hyd oh, oh, hydrogenated oils, uh, vegetable oils. Pfft. Say goodbye to that shit, right? You think you're gonna go olive oil from now on? But James, it's also expensive. Well, you gotta pay for health. What do you think McDonald's cheeseburgers are a dollar? <laughs> Can't be good. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. Processed. Uh, the hydrogenated oils influence our cell membrane structures and flexibility, which is linked to cancer. Oh, boy. Vegetable oils cannot be extracted naturally like butter is. Oh. Oh, okay. So butter's all right, I guess, from what it says here. I'm reading that correctly. Next up. So, you know, those oils. Again, the, the, the fast food, the deep fried foods, they're doing that shit in those oils. So no more of that. No more deep fried. You got to say no to that. Uh, next up, soda pop. Who calls it soda pop? Get the fuck out of here. Uh, we all know soda's not good for us, right? I mean, do I really got to read this one? Come on. But James, you do this week in root beer. Is that why you stopped? No, that's not why I stopped. I just... I figure I can still do a root beer once in a while, right? <laughs> yeah. And don't say in moderation because you'll keep doing it. You know, try to cut it all out altogether. That's what I'm going to try to do. I'm gonna, really going to try. It, it's really hard if, you're, if your wife <coughs> isn't back in your play. You got to be on board. 
But uh, <laughs> next up, highly processed white flours. Yeah, get away from white bread. You, you gotta go. You gotta go a hundred percent whole grain, right? Organic whole grain. Uh, I think that one said it causes cancer in women. So yeah, you want your wife to get cancer? Keep feeding her white bread. <laughs> Next up, GMOs, genetically modified organisms, more commonly called GMOs, are foods that have been modified by chemicals or grown with chemicals. These chemicals are known to cause birth defects and rapid tumor growth. Oh boy! In research animals, unfortunately, almost all grains, including soybeans, wheat, and corn, have been grown via GMOs. Organic grains, I'm telling you. GMOs do not have to be listed on food labels, so look for labels that state the food is GMO-free. Dude, that's fucking tricky, man. They get away with all that shit. Next up, refined sugars. All right. What's refined sugars mean, champs? Let's see. Cancer cells seem to prefer feeding on fructose-rich sweeteners like high-fructose corn syrup. There you go. That's in everything, even bread. You got to be careful. The reason is that HFCS is being metabolized by cancer cells most, most quickly and easily. Now it is clear why high fructose corn syrup is considered the worst offender. And since cakes, pies, cookies, sodas, juices, sauces, cereals, and many other extremely popular, mostly processed food items are loaded with refined sugars and HFCS in particular, this helps explain why cancer rates are on the rise these days. Another fun fact I've heard recently I heard someone say, and don't get me, don't quote me on this, don't quote me on any of this, that that um, heart attacks have increased fifty percent among our generation. So, oh boy, oh boy, we're almost done here. I appreciate you coming along with me on this little scientific journey. Artificial sweeteners. See, this is one too. I'm pretty sure my coffee creamer that I'm drinking tonight is an artificial sweetener because I'm pretty sure it's not 100 percent sugar. Organic cane sugar, by the way. <laughs> oh, James, you and your organic. Yeah, I know. Uh, there you go. Artificial. Don't put that sweet and low shit. Splenda. None of that garbage. All right. Oh, here. Next up. Anything that says fat free or low fat, it says. Diet anything. Diet foods, including frozen food. And this is one of them ones that people fucking piss me off about. Oh, I'm drinking Diet Coke. It's better for me. Nope. Sorry. It's actually worse for you. All right. Sorry to burst your bubble, sister. Diet foods, including frozen foods or prepackaged food labels as diet or low fat, including diet sodas, generally contain aspartame. Aspartame? Aspartame. That sounds about right. Which is a chemical artificial sweetener. There are numerous studies showing that aspartame causes many diseases and sicknesses such as cancers, birth defects, and heart problems. Jesus Christ. Um, foods that are highly salted, pickled, or smoked. Smoked? I didn't know that one. There you go. These foods item, food items are known to cause high rates of stomach cancer. So after that's all said and done, you can't eat anything good, <laughs> tasty, or that you normally eat. I looked at this fucking list. All right. And, and mostly... Everything I was eating is on this list. Besides the uh, the bread, I've always done the good bread stuff. But I would I was I would be thinking like, oh well, this is you know this is a this is good turkey meat I'm getting. But no, it's still processed and it's full of nitrates. And uh, dude, even if you go to the to the to the fancy pants stores, like what's that shit called? We just went to that place recently. Oh Christ, the 
uh, Sprouts. I think that's what it's called. Even if you go to that place to get um, lunch meat, most of them still contain nitrates. All right? You got to be careful with all this shit. And it's really fucking hard to do it. But I've, I've made the decision to really try. Uh, I just, you know, I, I don't want to... I don't want to. I don't want my kids. Mostly my kids, you know. I don't. I don't want them to grow up and get some kind of fucking horrible illness or or whatever the case is. And it's all I had to do. I mean, I'm their. I'm their fucking father. It's my job, right? It's my. It all lays on me and their mother, but mostly on me because come on, we all know the guys are the leaders of the family. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was that, James? I said we all know that guys are the leaders of the family. I didn't stutter. I'm sorry, James. Thank you. So I got I got to make sure I I do I do right by them, because uh you know I'm putting this shit in their face, and I'm controlling it. So I gotta make changes. All right, look at that. And so because I have this fucking platform, I know I, I don't like to talk down to you guys or or hope you don't feel like I am. I don't like to get on my soapbox. Sometimes I do, but uh, you know, and I don't have all the answers. Don't quote me in any of this shit. This is what I read from a fucking website. So what does that mean? I don't know. But I believe all of it. I mean, come on, it all makes sense. What do you think? What do you think? Most food is so fucking cheap these days. What do you think? Corn is the highest. Um, what are they called? The the U.S. It's their biggest uh, product they make. <laughs> I fucked that all up. See, sounding sound like an idiot just ruins my whole case. But uh, yeah, the U.S. has going for them is corn because they they just grind it up and make it into high fructose corn syrup. And they put that into everything because it's cheap as fuck. And they can just mass produce it. Look at that. And they're pumping on these animals full of chemicals. You know? Ugh. It's horrifying, dude, to know that there's chickens stuffed in boxes and they keep pumping them full of uh, hormones and, and, and these genetically altered chemicals and shit to make them fucking fat as possible so they can keep selling, you know, making more money. Selling them quicker. It's gross, dude disgusting you know you got to make a stand and uh i think we're all slowly getting educated but you know i gotta stop purposely living in the dark and i gotta accept the truth of the fucking matter and and be brave enough and smart enough to face it you hear that i sound like a fucking patriot look at me a patriot that doesn't buy fatty foods anymore i'm still gonna do it once in a while but (laughs) for the most part you gotta cut that shit out all right oh okay i'm done i apologize Let's, let's close this shit out now. That's, uh, I'm leaving that the show on a fucking fancy boy note. And let's just close it out, starting with... I fancy that. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. wonderful. It's... I fancy that. Fancy. Oh boy, dude. I, I gotta tell you something. Um, I told you Super Dick texted me, right? A little while ago. So... When I pressed, uh, I pressed stop here and I went to take a little break for a few minutes. And <laughs> what he texted me was, hey, I just went on Twitter randomly and saw that Olivia Munn responded to one of your posts. And I was like, holy fuck. So I checked my email and it's true. I, I <laughs> on the Twitter, I, I said, hey, Olivia Munn, are you interested in dating cute, broke, married podcast hosts? If so, you're in luck. I'll be waiting for your reply. And she actually replied to me. That's awesome. My little heart's fluttering right now. She put, that's a rhetorical, right? Because who doesn't? And a little a little squinty, or a, uh, what do you got? Uh, winking eye, smiley face. 
Oh my god, look at me. I'm giddy. And I got like a bunch of people favoriting and uh look at that. Oh man. I finally won the Twitter war. I had my day to shine. Look at me. The day at the danger hour. Get on this happy train, shall you? <laughs> anyway, what are we doing here? Oh yeah, I fancy that. Oh, I'm so flabbergasted after that. Uh here we go. I fancy that. I fancy oh here's the first one. Something called Lift. You ever heard of it? It's well, what's what's kind of gay about it is they put a stupid like purple or pink mustache on the front of the car. <laughs> uh, handlebar mustache. And Lyft is basically it's like a cab service, but it's everyday people like you and me. It's a pretty fucking cool idea. I forgot where I heard about it, but you basically get the app on your phone and you register a credit card on the app. And then wherever you are, let's say, dude, OK, let's just say you've been drinking. And you want to play it smart, which you always should, and not drive home. And say, fuck it, dude. I'm not going to risk it. You log into the app on Lyft, and you look for people that are around in your area, and you say you want to ride, and then uh, they come and pick you up. It's fucking cool. And they they know where you are based on your phone, I guess. They'll get to you. They'll see you on on their GPS. And then you get billed from your credit card. They pick you up, they take you home, and it's like, you know, it's based on how many minutes, how many miles, that kind of shit. But it's supposed to be cheaper than a cab, and you're helping out, like, everyday fucking, like, college students or people that, you know, need the money. So I think it's fucking cool. I think it works for everyone all around. You could even do it yourself if you want to. Let's say you have a clean uh, driving record. You need some extra money. You know, you don't want to go work for some fuckhead at some shitty job, Carl's Jr. or something. You just want some extra money. You can you can uh, apply. They'll give you the uh, you know I don't know if they give you the mustache. <laughs> I probably wouldn't use it, but I guess that's the way that people are supposed to, to know who you are. But uh, you can also see like uh, I think your profile has a picture of you or something, uh, so you know who's picking you up and that kind of stuff. You know it's pretty fucking cool. You just got to pay them like a certain percentage, but you get to make a bunch of money. I think I've seen people making. They say like they make 150 bucks in one night, just driving around for like four hours, five hours, whatever it is. It's pretty fucking cool. I like that concept. So do it yourself or, uh, you know, just ingenious little design, not designs, like uh, entrepreneurial whatsoever's, (laughs) whatever you call it. God, there's been countless times tonight where I just don't know, the, I don't have the words or I just fuck up and I sound like a retard. And it totally ruins my integrity on this show. That's why I can never do this professionally, like on the radio. There's no fucking way. There's no way. I'll be like, oh, duh, what's that word I need? <laughs> anyway. So Lyft. I fancy that. Next up. Uh, I fa- If this is true, I fancy this. Well, I, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to revise it. I fancy Craig Ferguson for this is what he did. He made well. First, he made the announcement that he's leaving his late late show, the one that comes on after Letterman. He made the announcement uh, last month, I believe. He's going to be leaving that show, um, the end of this year, I think. I think so, or next year, whatever. He's he's got one more season left, and uh, not that's not what I fancy. What I fancy is this fucking guy had the brains to put in his contract he renewed two years ago. He wanted to be out of the game and they go like ah come back for two more years and they convinced him so he did but he put this clause in his contract that if he is not 
to take over the late show from Letterman, he gets paid off. I think he's guaranteed $5 million to not get the show. Isn't that fucking genius? So, as you probably all know, he's not getting it. It's going to that Colbert guy, Stephen Colbert. Colbert. And, uh, yeah, dude, now he's leaving the show. I think he's taking the money and just fucking running. I think he's out. And, like, you know what? <laughs> I don't care. I'm taking my five mil. I think it, I've even heard it could be eight million. And he's walking. Dude, five million to not get a job. Oh, Christ. That's the best ever. Don't you wish you can do that? Don't you wish you can go to a company and be like, all right, I want you to write here in this contract that if I don't get promoted to supervisor, <laughs> I get a bunch of money, all right? And I get that money whether I stay here and or, or I leave. That's fucking brilliant. So I fancy the hell out of that one. And one last one. Looks like this fancy this week is action-packed. Last fancy. Maybe the most important one. I fancy listeners of this show that uh, that answer my cries for help and, on the same token, are very supportive in a positive way. Because most of you guys, you know, you don't, you don't uh, contact me when I ask you to, all right? When I ask you for tips or suggestions or, or whatever the case may be. And I ask you to contact me at thedangerhour at yahoo.com. Or Facebook.com slash The Danger Hour. Or even, as we've discovered tonight, along with Olivia Munn, Twitter at The Danger Hour. As well as the Instagrams at The Danger Hour. Oh my lord, a whole list of free entertainment. You know, I'm still waiting on the people from other countries that listen to the show to get to me. But nobody does it. Morocco, I'm looking at you. Great Britain. Uh, what was the other places? Uh, Saskatchewan. Whatever the fuck it may be. I'm still waiting. What a huge, huge letdown. Anyway, some of you actually came through. Uh, for one, I got to give a special shout out to Brandon. I'm going to mess up your last name, dude. Brandon Gernooks. Maybe you don't even want that information out in the airwaves, but uh, I apologize. I'll just go with Brandon. <laughs> he sent me an email giving me a new black market website and oh boy it surely paid off but what kind of website was that james was it pornography it was not pornography it is a website if you don't remember from last episode uh, my cry for help was a black market website that i can watch tv shows on because uh the other one i was watching stopped uploading new episodes because everyone got wind of it and uh, they shut it down but i was able to catch up on game of thrones and jesus christ what a great fucking season this is in Game of Thrones. Oh boy. I'm just I'm just giddy with, with excitement. And I'm Brandon, you gave me that giddiness. <laughs> Good for you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'll send you an email also thanking you, but uh, I wanted to do this the right way over the airwaves for the thousands of listeners to hear. A lot of you guys out there should uh, take Brandon's approach. Maybe learn a little something. How about that? Well, James, don't talk down to the listeners. They don't like it. Well, sometimes they need to hear it, all right? It's called tough love. So uh, tough shit. How about that? Shout out to Brandon. That's, that's awesome, dude. Thank you very much. Uh, it paid off. I'm not going to give out the website he gave me because, uh, you know, if you want to know it, how about you email me? Oh, do you see what I did there? 
What's that email again, James? Oh, that's the danger hour at yahoo.com. That's right. Because for one thing, if I give it out, it's going to bring too much attention to the website. And next thing you know, they're going to shut that one down too. And, you know, I don't, I don't need that to happen again. So, Brandon, you're the man. Thanks, buddy. One of the shout out comes from the Instagrams at thedangerhour.com. And it goes to a listener named Foxtrot Jim. Look at you and all your glory. But James, what did Foxtrot... What's, what is, what's his name? Foxtrot Jim. What did Foxtrot... What's his name? Foxtrot Jim. What did Fox Trap Jim? Fox Trot Jim. What did Fox Trap Jim? Fox Trot Jim. Get it right, fuckhead. Fox Trot Jim? That's right. What did he do to deserve such notoriety from you, James? I'll tell you what he did. On the Instagrams, on, uh, on uh, one of my pictures I, that I posted there, he he pretty much went out of his way to send some positive uplifting comments okay that's all he had to do and i appreciate that okay he went above and beyond because no one else does any of that shit so uh i appreciate it every each and every time it happens so uh <laughs> there you go you want to send me a, a an email or a, a, a fancy comment on instagrams i'll fucking i'll give you a shout out bro but james it's at the end of the show do you think anyone really hears it it's the thought that counts god damn it it's the thought that counts all right, so to close this out, once and for all, I fancy the lift idea. I fancy Craig Ferguson, you know, outsmarting everybody with that uh, fancy little contract edition. And once again, I fancy Brandon for hooking me up with some more black market advice, I guess you can say. And also Foxtrot Jim, look at you guys. Oh, my lord, it's a danger miracle! And all of that stuff. I fancy that! Alright, and now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right, it's time for the fuck you moment, and here we go! Fuck you! Alright, my fuck you moment goes to... <laughs> this is gonna be a stupid one. I'm sorry, it's really weak, but I'm gonna say fuck you to ants. James, do you mean, do you mean like, like uncles and ants, that kind of thing? No, I don't mean aunts. <laughs> I mean ants. Like the insects, James? Yes, the insects. What else do I mean? But James, no one likes ants. Yes, I gather that. But an extra fuck you because not only do ants annoy you, by crawling all over your place if you leave some kind of food out. Or, if, you know, especially if you have kids and they leave some kind of food somewhere. And there's all of a sudden, here comes the trail of ants, right? Uh, not only do they do that and, you know, whatever. You don't, we can't blame them. They're just trying to get their shit. But uh, they are a nuisance. But here's the worst part. And don't judge me. <laughs> I was taking a shit the other day. And I felt a little sting in my ass. And yes, an ant bit my ass. Does that mean my ass is sweet? That's the only possible explanation, James. I knew you, you were going to go with that. What are you implying, James? Nothing. But what does that mean? Why did an ant bite my ass? That was really annoying. It's one thing to crawl all over the place and, uh, and get some food that you leave behind. But do not come near my ass unless you're invited. That's all I'm going to tell you. Stupid ants. I don't want any insect coming near my asshole. All right? 
it didn't bite my asshole, but you know, it bit my cheek. But I still don't want any ants coming near my, near my 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 head area, my uh, my penile area, or my rectum area. That's those are all off limits to all insects. Okay, all of them. Unless you're unless you got a nice little worm, it's gonna treat me right. Uh, I, I no, no, never mind. Stay away. Is that all you got, James? Yes, that's all I've actually have all I got for my fucking. You know, oh, I do have an, I do have a better fucking moment. Oh boy, this is a, a shocking development. So my late grandfather, God rest his soul, he he passed away and left the house to my father and aunts and uncles. Right, and if you follow the show, you know that it was a bitter fucking argument over money that has to do with the wicked wicked witch and <laughs> and another guy and uh anyways so recently the house was sold to some asian family and it's like all right well fuck it at least there's a family living there you know they can uh you know they can make their own memories and blah 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 whatever dude it had to go whatever so i try to look at the bright side of it it just turns out my cousin chuby got wind and she notified me that that fucking house was up for sale again. They just went to flip it, dude. They just <laughs> they put some money into it, and now they're gonna cash in on it even more. And uh, I can't be mad at them for that. I, I basically want to say fuck you again to my bullshit family, my greedy fuckhead family that I no longer associate with. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, I no longer associate with those people because that just draw the it crosses the line. Okay, I gotta draw the line somewhere. And uh, that's, you know, that's about it. So once again, thank you for bringing that back up. I thought we were over it and this was all said and done, but no. A shocking development yet again. So to close it out, ants, and I guess you were right, actually, yeah, and aunts, <laughs> ants and aunts. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. Man, how did you know? How did you know? I just had a feeling, James. I'm just in tune with you. Oh, Christ. I don't want to be in the same radio length as you. Okay, not at all. James, that's just something you have to accept. That we're connected somehow. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for joining me, everybody. This has been another trip down Dangerous Lane. And I know I got really preachy with you. And uh, I know you don't like hearing your old pal, Jamesy Pooh here, Jimmy D., no, you don't like hearing me uh, tell you serious things and talk down to you like I know like I know better than you. But sometimes I feel I need to share certain things with you. You know what I mean? Because it's my obligation and my duty to do so. Or else what's the point of doing any of this? And it just might save your life. <sighs> All right. So if you can take anything away from tonight's show, it's that Olivia Munn replied to my tweet and stop eating all good food. <laughs> All tasty food. And uh, be healthy. Be be gay. Um, I mean, the happy way. But James. Okay, fine. Any way you want. Go see a musical. Listen to some folk music. Uh, go see McCartney at Dodger Stadium. Uh, kill mosquitoes. Don't say anything mean about midgets. Perform a miracle so you become a saint when you die. And uh, probably the most important one of all is... Uh, Stay dangerous, my friends. <laughs> Later.